The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And is sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now, to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. It is Saturday, October 14th, and we have got a show full coming your way. And we're going to kick it off in just a minute with Captain James Smith aboard the California Dawn, and then we're heading over to Captain Kim Berger with Real Magic out of the beautiful place out there known as Bodega Bay. We'll be checking in there. Then we're heading up the coast to Crescent City and over to Brookings with Steve Huber. He's got some great king salmon action on the rivers up there across the border in Oregon. You might want to step across the border and get into some great action up there. The Chetco Big Kings are hitting, and the Coho on the Rogue are starting up too. Then we're going to head to Quail Point Hunt Club. David Martin's getting ready for the big opening of the shoot. The shoot's going on today with Quail Point, but the season opener is coming up in a week or so, and everything is primed, ready, and growing well out there for a great shoot. And you'll have a great season out there, bird hunting. Troy Maggie from Sportsman's Warehouse, Sportsman's Warehouse, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stories hooks up with us live in the studio. Fouled that one off. Yeah, didn't well, you? I've fouled more than one off before. But Fisherman's Warehouse is in the big show that's taking place this weekend in Roseville. We'll tell you more about it later on. He's going to tell you all the great deals that Fisherman's Warehouse has. And I understand there's some great bargains to be had including a deal that I'm taking advantage of where you buy a rod and you get yourself a reel for, well, you get the reel for 149 bucks, and then you get the Daiwa rod free. Some great deals are going to be there. You don't want to miss out on that great action. In our second hour, James Stone, the president of the Northern California Guides and Sportsmen's Association, joins us with some great news. He and Captain James Smith, who will be joining us here in just a moment, had an interesting meeting with the Fishing Game Commission the other day, and we're going to be sharing that information with you right here on California Sportsman regarding not only salmon fishing was kicked around, but especially sturgeon. The results will definitely surprise you. And there's more, lots more as we go along. We're going to be taking you to Lake Shasta, Lake Berryessa, and more. We're going to go sturgeon fishing in the Delta. But first, let's head to San Francisco Bay or wherever he may be right now, and let's climb on board with Captain James Smith of the California Dawn 1 and 2. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, Seth. Good morning, Kent. Big day on the 11th when you guys headed in for a meeting with the Fish and Game Commission. Yeah, I tell you what, that uh, commission meeting, man, it was it was rocking in there. There was a lot of concerned anglers, a lot of guides, uh we packed that commission room and, uh, it, you know, numbers matter, especially when it's a group of people that care. So we had a, we had a full house there the other day. Well, I know that you and, uh, James Stone, the president of the Northern California Guides Association were asked to uh, go outside and uh, talk with some of the, uh, members of Fish and Game and come in with a settlement. Now I want to let James Stone talk about a lot of that, but I got to compliment you Stone and everybody else that stood up, that attended, that listened, that participated, that let their opinion get expressed. I am so proud of all you folks out there seeing another generation coming. And right now 
these guys are fighting the same battle that people fought before my generation and people before that too. So they've got to fight stronger, and they're doing the job. Good news is coming out of the Fishing Game Commission for Sturgeon Fishermen. It isn't going to be shut down, but I'm going to let James tell you everything all about it. Now, Mr. Smith, what's going on out in the salt out there? And before I go one step further, you and James and all the guys, I'm very impressed with the actions and the way you guys are moving to help protect fisheries, not only for yourselves and your own businesses, but for the anglers and people's children and grandchildren. This is something that's so important to all of us that are sportsmen, and that's why you're involved so deep, because you have a family heritage of the outdoors. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's got to that point now where, you know, <laughs> you look at, you look at the closures, you look at what's going on around you and you, you almost, you just got to fight for every last right to fish in the state, fishing and hunting. It's just, it's, it's pretty overwhelming. I mean, I'm, I'm so happy Stone was there. He did such an incredible job. Um, NorCal Guides Association, man, what a wonderful organization. Uh, I represent a GGFA, and uh, man, it, it's it, it's you just got to put your time in if you want to hunt and fish. Uh, you want to have the rights in these states, and you, you're going to have to fight for them. So, well, there's there's, uh, there's lots of meetings to be had. There's yeah. lots of communication, <laughs> and obviously, every effort that all the organizations put together paid off in this one. Yeah. And, and, and you know what, like moving forward, you know, the fight's never over, you know, we're, we're still working on, there's a whole list of things. I'm I'm not going to steal stone's thunder. Let's, let's talk about something good that's going on right now. And that's San Francisco Bay fishing. Halibut's strong. Bass is strong. The rockfish offshore is strong. Um, we got blown in, I believe it was a uh, day before yesterday. Oh, we had a, we had a bay trip, limits of bass, limits of halibut. And those there are not a, small bass either, by the way. That was a nice mess of bass. I can't wait to see those guys hit the delta. Yeah, no, it was a mixed grade. It's a mixed grade. There was, there's definitely some schools of, of smaller fish, and there's some schools of bigger fish. It just depends on where you're at. But right now, there's three massive schools, uh, one in San Francisco Bay, one in the Middle Bay, and then one in the Upper Bay. And um it's lights out like birds are working and you can get up there and, and they're all over the screen. It's, it's incredible fishing, but you know, it's, it's been taking a backseat to what we normally do this time of year. That's the fall rock cod and link cod fishing um, out the island. It's been wonderful. Um, the rock fish was wide open yesterday. We had no drift yesterday. That was weird. It's like uh, 0.0 on the GPS is like kiss of death. You know, as much as I love flat weather, sometimes you have a little breeze, you got to have a little current. We we still managed a fish rod on the link cod, which was good considering the conditions yesterday. Have for, you considered a bow-mounted trolling motor by any chance? You know, I've looked into those. But, you know, they <laughs> don't make them for 40-ton uh, vessels, so I'm still, oh, yeah. I'm still that, on the I market. Think that camp, takes a, if, you got, if you got an angle and you can find me one, I might want to check. I guess it's a 110-pound thrust isn't going to move a 40-ton boat very well. He's going to need a generator well, huh? to move that one, not a Dang. battery. All right. Well, I just thought I'd suggest it to you. It works for us, buddy. Yeah, well, I'll keep an eye out. If you find one, let me know. Your, de- your deckhand was in the top ten in Florida, too, by the way, so that was kind of cool. 
Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I heard, I heard. He's uh, that guy's. He's quite the ish. fisherman, you know. Oh, ish, ish is deckhand. Uh, okay, and oh, ish, yeah. and ish is placing. Yeah. Okay, I'll go. Yeah, ish is intent at the Bassmaster Open at the uh, St. John's River in Florida. Well, James, Harris, James, what are you hearing on crab right now? The guy's got to be talking and wondering: Are we going to be able to get out? Are we going to have the opportunity? Is it really going to happen? Is Maryland going to get oh. crab? <laughs> okay, so again, back to the meetings. There was two entanglements. Uh, this last year, it's going to stop you anglers that really like to fish with your pots on the opening opening weekend. So don't uh, don't dust those pots off yet. I'd actually uh, go find my Promar hoops. I dust those things off because uh, yeah, it looks like we're going to have an opener uh, November fourth scheduled first Saturday in November. Always. Looks good. Uh, more than likely, about ninety-five percent that we're going to have hoop fishing. There hasn't, they haven't had the meeting on it yet. That that's yet to come out. You know, it usually comes out like a week or two before the opener. Other good thing uh, news: there was a spot of demoic acid. It, it shut some of the guys down from lobster fishing down below Santa Barbara. It's not going to affect us up here. All the tests came in clean. Excellent. So. Yeah, so so we're we're in a good spot. So plan on going November fourth with a hoop, and uh, and hope for the best. Looks like an uptick in the crab this year, uh, from what we've seen last year. So uh, I anticipate good fishing. Excellent, excellent. Well, James, yeah. things are stacking up. Things are also going in the right direction. It was great to see the department willing to negotiate and work things out, and not just close the door on a fishery for you guys. Uh, professionals all the way, including the department, I'm certain, in all of this. And I'm glad it's working in the direction that it is right now. Don't stop the fight because there's always a generation that picks up. And I'm so proud of you guys picking up and and fighting the good fight for outdoorsmen and sportsmen. And I'm sorry to keep dwelling on it, but it's a very, very important thing. James, you got one of the great fisheries. You got one of the two best boats out there on the water and uh, not to mention, you're out there not only fighting for yourself, but for everybody else that's playing the same game that you do, as well as the anglers out there. I know where your heart is on this, and I want to thank you again. And all the people that were supportive of this, especially James Stone, and for the cooperative attitude that the Fish and Game Department had also, thank you all very much. And I'm going to let James tell you all about it in just a minute. But. James Smith, give them all the hookup information. Folks should be out celebrating, catching some big fish out at Rittenberg. And maybe if it calms down enough, you guys can get back out there again for the bluefin tuna, big-eye tuna, and albacore, too. Absolutely. The number here, 510-417-5557. Reach us on the web at CaliforniaDawn.com. Also, California Dawn Sport Fishing on Instagram and Facebook. Come check us out. James, you have a great one. Thanks for your efforts on behalf of all the anglers out there, and we will talk to you again real soon, my friend. Thanks, guys. Have a great show. Captain James Smith aboard the California Dawn 1 and 2. Coming up right after this, we're taking you to Bodega Bay. We're climbing on board the Real Magic. Well, we might be, but we're going to talk to Captain Kim Berger. I guarantee it right after this quick break. Ready to share in the excitement?
excitement of a world-class fishing experience, a fishing getaway with friends, or a tour of San Francisco Bay or Northern California's coast? With over 35 years of experience fishing the bay and coastal waters, Captain James Smith and the professional crews of the California Don 1 and California Don 2 will put you in the action. The 50-foot Cal Don 1 and the 55-foot Cal Don 2 Catamaran both offer a great fishing platform for comfort, efficiency, and the smoothest of rides on the water. Specializing in live bait potluck trips, California Dawn boats are powered by twin diesel engines with the latest and greatest in marine electronics, sonar, and safety equipment. Heated cabins, comfortable seating, full galleys with hot meals and restroom facilities make the Caldon 1 and 2 the, the most comfortable fishing charters available. Seasonally fishing halibut, stripers, sturgeon, shark, salmon, rock and lingcod, and of course, crab. There are those moments of special opportunity for bluefin tuna, albacore, white sea bass, and other exotics coming within reach. And the captain will announce any plan trips for those species. This is Captain James Smith. If you're ready for our great on-the-water fishing experience, look no further. Give me a call at 510-417-5557. I'd love to show you Bay Area fishing at its finest. To book a trip or find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on either the Caldon 1 or Caldon 2, give them a call at 510-417-5557 or check them out on the web at CaliforniaDawn.com. Hey, we've got some good news. California Sportsman's now on Instagram. Just look up California Sportsman and we'll pop right up. Check out photos and videos of some of your favorite fishermen, and you can get an inside look at what it's like to be in the studio with us. Check us out on Instagram at California Sportsman. That's California Sportsman on Instagram. Hi, this is Seth to tell you about my favorite car dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people. Well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know, I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956, it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at rondupratford.com or call toll free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? Duckworth Boats. Hand-built by highly trained, skilled boat builders with pride, precision, and craftsmanship with models from 18 to 40 feet designed for both fresh and saltwater activities. Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon is your heavy gauge aluminum boat headquarters featuring the entire line of Duckworth boats. From outboard tillers to jets and inboards, the Advantage Navigator, Pacific Navigator, Pacific Pro, and Offshore Series exemplify Duckworth's attention to details. Gone Fish and Marine's trained sales staff will help get the Duckworth boat you need with the right power, performance, and accessories. No other boat compares. Be part of the legacy. Join the family of proud Duckworth owners. Learn more at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or duckworthboats.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. 
Let's go to Bodega Bay. Let's climb on board the Real Magic, or let's hook up right now with Captain Kimberly Berger joining us live. Good morning, Kim. Good morning, Seth. Well, are you at the boat, or are you guys getting ready to get out on the boat? Yeah, we're at the boat, just hanging out down here. We're getting ready for um, we're going to start getting ready for the crab season out here. It's that time of year. I know everybody's warming up for the crab. They're getting pots. You just heard James Smith earlier saying it's going to be probably a hoop startner, but I know everybody will be ready to go if the uh, whales get out of the area. They can use their regular pots and stuff later on if the department approves it. Well, Kim, what's going on out there? I know you guys were heading out yesterday. You're going back out again tomorrow out on the water. What's cooking and what's biting and how's it shaping up out there? Is the water rough enough to keep you off or are you able to get out? Oh, it's been beautiful. Yesterday was a beautiful day. Today's going to be okay. Tomorrow's going to be beautiful again. Uh, we were out there um, into the lean cod. We got full limits of lean cod, beautiful rockfish. We had two young kids on the boat yesterday. Just amazing watching those kids bring up those fish. It's like some of the greatest days ever. Are you going all the way out to Rittenberg? Yep, we're hitting Rittenberg. Well, that's a big fish for a big kid. They must have been a pretty good-sized kid to get them in. I've had some 20, 30-pound Lincoln <laughs> on, wondering how I could get it over the rail. Those guys must have been muscular little devils. Oh, uh, you know, it's great watching those kids fight those fish. You're just amazed at, you know, what they can have. First, they kind of complain a little bit about some of the smaller fish, and you're like, kid, that's a small fish. Just wait till you get that big one on there. Yeah, and that, then they get it. Oh, it's great. Yeah, I like the look on their face when it scares them just as it breaks the surface coming up the side <laughs> of the boat. They, oh, oh, take that step back and look at you. They get a little nervous <laughs> when they see all those big old shiny teeth, don't they? Oh, yeah. You pull those fish out of the water and they're amazed, you know, and they're huge out of Rettenberg. You just think, you know, this is a big fish. And then you pull up the next one's even bigger. You're like, beautiful, beautiful fish out there. You know, some of the people that uh, go out for crab just kind of like to sit there and watch everything that goes on. But that's the way it's done nowadays. It's a participatory sport now. There's something for somebody to do all the time where they're cutting, culling, getting bait ready, getting ready to drop the pots, lift the pots. And that's what the real magic does, isn't it? You guys have got, you're out there with them and they're participating in it. It's not just sit there and wait for your crab to come over, is it? Oh, no, it's the funnest days ever. You know, um, that's what got me hooked in Bodega Bay. First off was the crab. I just love coming down here. And you, you're just amazed about, you know, how it all works. You get out there, you drop those hoop rings out in the middle of the ocean, and then you come back and pull them up and you're, and you got crab loaded with crab. It's, it's great family fun. You know, you got to get everybody out here to do. If nobody's experienced, somebody has an experience pulling crab out of the ocean off the floor, that, you know, that that's, that's a day, you know, you'll never forget. It's awesome. Oh, it's really cool because there's this one sound you always hear is that crab pot breaks the surface. It's like, oh, you know, full of yeah. crab falling. <laughs> oh, this one going to jump off. You know, everybody's <laughs> trying to get them. And then, of course, we pick out the big ones and let the little ones go back. But you do more than that for your customers. They go out, they do the whole thing, they participate in all that. But then you've got the opportunity, instead of the trauma of taking them home and putting boiling <laughs> sound at home and boiling the water and cooking the crap, you got it happening right there on the docks when you get back in, don't you? Oh, yeah. Cooking crabs almost as fun as catching them and cleaning them. And we try to get everybody to participate. If they don't want to, they can watch. But it's fun to get the kids, you know, cleaning the crab, cracking them, breaking them open, throw them in the hot, you know, pot of hot water. And then when they're done right there and you get to take out a nice, warm, fresh crab and eat the meat. Oh, we got the sweetest Dungeness crab meat, I think, on the whole coast right here in Bodega Bay. Well, you got the sweet meat for the crab, but you also got apparently the cutest cookers going on out there. <laughs> 
<laughs> Tell us about your cute cookers. We do. The girls over on the other side of Bodega Bay, they have a little show over there, and they cook uh, all the crab. If you want to come in and uh, have your crab cooked up by them, too, they'll uh, cook the crab for you. It's a fun. It's a good. It's 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 great family fun down here. Everybody's got great um, attitudes, and uh, it's a good time there when crab season opens. You look forward to it this time of year every year. It's you know, just, you work your butt off getting to it. It's just a great atmosphere to be there that time you, of year. You can't be in a bad mood at Bodega Bay. So. No, it's it's just no. so cool to be right. there. And, and it's all right there at your fingertips because it's such a small little community. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, we're little. We're all in the same place. You pull it in. People pull their own. And people. some people just want to cook their own crab because it's just a fun day. And if you know it, you know it's not your first time and you're used to it, they'll bring their trucks down here with their crab cookers, their crab pots. Their, and it's just a party in the parking lot. So much fun. The people are all just amazing. You well, know, it's a great family here in Bodega Bay. And you got a great RV park right there on the water, too, with Porto Bodega, I believe it's called. So, yeah, Porto Bodega right here. Uh-huh. And so it's a, just a great place to hang out. Plenty of parking. Easy to get to. But, folks, if you don't make reservations right now, chances are you're going to be waiting weeks if you want to get on a boat and get out and get into crab. So you ought to be identifying dates. I'm sure you're taking reservations by now. Oh, yeah. We're already up. Yes. Well, why don't you give them the number for hookup so they can find out more about the real magic and what you offer out there. But more important than that, so they can call up and get set up for a great crab trip with their buddies and friends and not to mention have a great meal when they get home. Yeah, so we have our website, uh, Real Magic Sport Fishing. Um, and then we have 707-875-BOAT. 707-875-BOAT. Yeah, Mike Ogney likes to keep things simple, so that's a good way to have yeah. those phone numbers. That's for sure. <laughs> Well, Cam, you guys have a great time today, and I know you'll be heading out again tomorrow. Have a wonderful time. We appreciate you updating us on what's going on out of Bodega Bay. Folks, the real magic. Captains Kim and Jeff Berger, get on board with them and have a great day on the water. Kim, give them that phone number one more time. Yes, Jeff, thank you. 707-875-BOAT. You got it, young lady. Have a great one. We'll talk to you again real soon. Uh huh. You have a great show, too, Seth. All right. Take care. We're going to move right on up the coast right now, and I'm going to hook up with my buddy, Mr. Steve Huber. My guess, he's up in the, I don't know, Brookings, Crescent City, probably Brookings area. Let's find out right now, and let's hook up live with him. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, Sap. We're sitting at home this morning, aren't we, Captain? I uh, know. We're getting ready. The boat's hooked up, putting bait in the coolers right now, and we're heading out to go salmon fishing in the estuary today. All right. You're going where? To the Rogue or are you going to the... Uh... Checko. Uh, we'll be in the Checko. One know, mile from the house. You know, <laughs> Yeah, times are tough, Huber. Times are really tough. <laughs> the top king salmon fishery in the West Coast with the biggest king salmon, especially later on like November, December, the Checo River was one of Ed Rice's, the old guy that owned the International Sportsman's Expositions that put it all together. That was his bucket list place that he kept wanting to go back to one more time, one more time. Steve, tell him about the type of fishery it is. Yeah, so right now we're in the estuary. We're in the 25-foot willy, and we are trolling back and forth with pro trolls and short buses and some anchovies. And just waiting for those fish to kind of tidal check the water and decide that they're going to go up. Uh, nice. We've had rain last we had rain last week, and so a, a big batch of the fish already pushed up into the river itself. And so um, it's just the start. It's, you know, 
Well, so switch back and forth. This is just the start, but what's going to happen now? You're going to get another rain here pretty quick, and you're probably going to move. You're going to move out of that bay and jump into your drift boat? Um, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, some of the guys put, put in the drift boats uh, last two days. Uh, they're seeing some fish. I'm still just a little low. I mean, you're kind of isolated some of those spots, and um, and they're all bobber fishing. It's bobbers required for the surly part of the uh, river. And so, um, yeah, yeah, they had a bad day in the bay, and then yesterday it picked back up again, and I would imagine, you know, another batch of salmon's going to push themselves in there today. It's rained. Uh, it, was, it was supposed to stop raining yesterday, and it rained all night. So, you know, I'm coming back as a weather forecaster. It's the only job you don't have to be right in. Yeah, I, so. think, I think we could both probably be pretty good at that. I didn't go fishing Friday because of the 10 or 15-mile-an-hour winds that were reported that never happened, that ended right. up being perfect all day, and I could have gone fishing. but I, I told you they weren't going to blow Friday. Well, they blew like hell on Thursday. Well, I told you they weren't going to blow on Friday. You <laughs> argued with me. I said, Sep's not going to blow tomorrow, and you were like, oh, it's blowing now. I wonder if, we still, have, I wonder if we still have Huber on the line. Yeah, we do. Yeah, he wouldn't yeah. listen to me, Huber. <laughs> you know? What? Well, yeah. So you know, it's uh, it's just one of those things. If you don't go, you don't know if you're ever going to catch a fish. So. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. If you go up and fish the, if you fish the Checko, folks, if you get up there for these kings on this, you're going to catch probably the biggest kings you've seen in your life because they are truly trophies. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, there's been a 47 that uh, hit the scale this year already. Well, I understand so. 50s and 60s have been known out there easily, and there's probably bigger ones who've come cruising through too. One of the top steelhead fisheries in the world. It's also one of the best king salmon fisheries, and it's yeah. one mile from Steve Huber's house. <laughs> Yeah. What did I yeah. do wrong, Huber? What did I do wrong? When are you going to get back out on the salt? You're going to go out in any of those any of those long runs out there? You're going to be able to make it? How's no, you- actually, we'll get we'll get the crab gear ready and we'll run uh, you know uh, day trips out to go pick up crab, and so we'll just run a run out of Crescent City. We'll have uh, crab pots sitting ready to go, and we'll take clients out you know once maybe twice a day. Well, just uh, like I, take, just like I mentioned. Up. Just like I mentioned to Kimberly Berger earlier, it's time people make their reservations. I know what happens up there. You are a vacation destination. People show up like six or ten of them. Hey, can we go fishing today? Yeah, and, absolutely. And it happens, yeah, and, and they can't get out sometimes because they don't have a reservation. It's so important to to call ahead and get a reservation, even if it's a month or two in advance. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and. And, you know, we're getting ready for PFMC on uh, next weekend, first week in November, and we're going to talk about the rock fishing and the halibut in California. And if anybody hasn't got on the website at PFMC and make their comments about what it is, uh, don't expect it to change if you don't make a comment. So yeah, He's talking about the Pacific Fisheries Management Council, the decision makers on everything going on in saltwater. No question about it as far as fisheries go. Yep, they're going to talk about rockfish, and we're going to talk about why we were closed so early. So, um, big, big, big time to step up and write a comment. Well, I, so. I'd like to see the perspective on this from the department now, rather than uh, just shutting something down and closing people out of fisheries because of one little situation that isn't probably as dire as they had expected it to be. It can yeah, cause a, well, can shut down an I'm entire a- fishery. I'll I'll be there in person. So, um, yeah, we've got a couple of us heading down there, and 
we went from a 33-week season to a 13-week season. Yeah, that that hurts the pocketbooks of fishermen all over the place and screws up everything for sport fishermen, that's for sure. Well, Steve, give them all the hookup info so they can get some reservations, obviously, for crab. If they want to get out into some of the big action, you're going to do it for them up on the Checko with the Kings. And I don't know, you're going to get over to the Rogue for some coho, too? I might, you know. I mean, those are fun little creatures. But actually, there was actually a coho card in the Checko yesterday. I hate you, so, Huber. I really hate you now. You and Ogni are on yeah, my list. So I think it was. I think it was a little lost, but he made he made him one river shorter than he needed to go one up one more. But uh, yeah, yeah. So that's um, yeah. So Steve. that's another variable. So yeah, you can reach me toll free eight six six five three one fish. Check us out on the web at stevehubersguideservice.com. Uh, we've been posting the pictures up there. Um, the salmon are absolutely big and beautiful, and some of these guys we can't stop. You know, we were two for five the other day. That's what and happens when they're big, man. Yep, they they want to break, and we're on a 40-pound leader now, and it's still a fight. Still a fight. Oh, God. Still loosen the drag. Loosen the drag. Captain Steve yeah. Huber. Steve, give him that number <laughs> one more time. You can reach the toll for 866-531-FISH. Steve, have a great day. You guys catch a okay. bunch of them today, and I'm going to see you real soon. I'll be calling you here. Uh, all right. Sounds great. Have a great show, guys. Take care, my friend. What a great guy. Great opportunity and a great fishery one mile from the Checo River. Yeah, I don't really hate him. I just don't like him at all. We'll be right back after this quick break. Y'all stick around. A lot more coming your way. Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. Lorenz is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lorenz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorenz Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lorance.com. Lorance is the perfect locator for you. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. 
It's time for RVing and Destination, sponsored by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has cared for their customers with warm, personal attention and high standards of product and service excellence. They offer customers great value and pricing on industry leaders such as Jayco, Winnebago, Newmar, and many more. You'll be amazed by the selection of new and used RVs, toy haulers, fifth wheels, trailers, and motorhomes, and the huge inventory to choose from. Recipient of the West Coast Dealer of the Year and multiple Best of Awards, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Sepp with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing. Good morning, everybody. I've got a great tip for you RVers, campers, and just guys that like to be in the outdoors. You know, with this big change to colder weather, well, it sure seems cold. It might not be freezing cold, but it's getting down there in temperatures. And as you move to foothills, it's gonna be a little cooler and up into the high Sierras, even cooler still. What are you gonna to do to stay warm? Well, of course, you take along plenty of clothing, extra socks, long underwear if you're gonna be doing stuff outside, driving quads or doing whatever, playing yahoos in the field. That's all great and wonderful, but how do you stay warm inside? Once you get back to your motorhome or your camper, you don't want to be sitting around there in your jacket and all that heavy stuff. You want to get down to the basics, be comfortable, have a meal, and have some warmth inside. Well, warmth inside has taken some new steps lately. There's a lot of different ways to heat things up. Sure, every RV comes with a heater, battery powered, so you don't have to be plugged into the electricity and it'll burn propane. Well, until that battery wears out, it'll give you great heat and everything. Don't count on it for all night. Or if you've got hookups, you can get plugged in and have everything you want. All the comforts of home, your heating system, air conditioning, whatever you need is going to keep you nice and warm and comfortable inside. But what if you're boondocking? What if you're out there where there's no assistance? Well, I've got one of those Mr. Heaters that you screw in the propane bottles into to keep me warm. And guess what I've got underneath stored in the RV? Another one of those Mr. Heaters. That's right, in case one goes down, I've got a great backup. In case I don't have electricity, I've got propane backup. But you know what? For an old Boy Scout like me, it doesn't end there. Sure, I got propane. Yeah, I got my battery heating system in there. I got 110 heating system if I've got hookups but I've gone one step further. I bought myself a Jackery 1500. It is nothing but a big old lithium battery that you haul around with you that has solar panels that unfold, that charges itself during the day while the sun's shining, or you can plug it into a wall if you have power and fully charge it up. That will offer you power for many hours. You can plug any device into it, an electric heater even into it, and it will power it for many hours, even though a heater is a big draw. It's another backup system to make sure you stay warm during this colder weather. There's lots of fun stuff to do, whether you're fishing or hunting or just getting into the outdoors now that summer is out of the picture and things are cooler. Stay cool in the summer, but stay warm in the winter and get out and have a great time. This is Seth. Hit the field, hit the water, hit the campgrounds, just get out there and enjoy the outdoors. Stop by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome on Highway 120. Check the full inventory of new and used RVs, 
trailers, motorhomes, and a huge retail store and showroom with parts and accessories. The state-of-the-art service facility is one of the largest in the western states, featuring 30 bays to get you up to speed and back on your way RVing. Review the entire inventory at the MantecaTrailer.com website with photos and pricing, or better yet, stop by and take a look. Low prices, huge selection, great service. There's no need to look any further. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome, catering to sportsmen around the West. We're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and on my policy of not wasting a whole lot of time, I'm going to take you hunting. Well, a little early this week, but we're going to head out to Quail Point Hunt Club, where today the big Quail Point Championship Sporting Clays is taking place today. Isn't it, David Martin? Good morning, guys. Yeah, we got a big shoot going on this weekend. We should be throwing about 40,000 targets. We got 80 pounds of pork belly going on the smoker here in about 30 minutes. And what time will that be ready? Because Kent and I are both pretty damn hungry right now. uh, Get over here at 1230, boys. We'll feed you, no doubt. Oh, it sounds like a good plan to me. Yeah. You're not even that far away from no, me, Seth. No, right on the way home. you could sneak up there for lunch. I just go the back way home, and I'm stopped by yeah. there for brunch. There's there no you doubt go. about it. David, it's a big weekend with this Tournament of Champions going on. Give them an idea of what's going on before we talk about the big bird opener coming up just next week. Yeah, so we got 13 events going on this weekend, a total of 800 targets available to the shooters. we got 135 people signed up. Um, they're going to be starting to shoot at 8 o'clock, and uh, we'll be going until about 4 o'clock today, feed them at 1230. And then uh, we're going to do it all again tomorrow. How many people are out there that will be viewing and shooting and everything else? It's going to be packed, I would imagine. Yeah, we should have about 175 people out here today uh, with people watching and uh, and participants. And, um, yeah, we started yesterday. We, we checked in about 60 people yesterday. We'll check in another 60 or 70 today. And, uh, and there's going to be shooting going on all day. 40,000 shells being fired this weekend. My goodness, and a whole lot tomorrow. There's That'll be for sure. Well, David, right around the corner, like seven days from now, if it isn't deep enough at Quail Point with all your responsibilities already, it's bird season is opening up next week. Yeah, we're opening up our 31st season. Next Saturday, we'll be putting out pheasants, quail, and trucker, uh, Wednesdays through Sundays through March. Um, what I've been telling everybody, it's, it's a little dry out here still, a little bit of tough conditions for the dogs. So uh, definitely definitely make a reservation, come out and hunt. Uh, but we're talking people into doing a little bit smaller plants to start the season. Yeah, we don't want to yeah, start off easy. Yeah, put out four or five birds instead of eight or nine or ten like you normally like to. And uh, let that dog work nice and slow. Uh, the, the grass is dry. We got a little rain about 10 days ago, which did help, but wasn't enough. And uh, just got to work slower this time of year because those dogs are going to run over birds that they wouldn't maybe in December, January when there's some moisture on the ground. Yeah, moisture is so important for holding scent to the ground for them. But it also allows you to not – you've put on some weight just like everybody does during the offseason. Yeah. So does your dog. And your dog isn't yeah. in the shape that he was at the end of last year. You need to remember that. You're going to take yeah, him out there, and if he's looking like he wants to take a nap, you've, you've hunted just a bit too long. Yeah, even if your dog's in really good shape, he's not conditioned to go hunt four or five hours yet. That that happens over uh, two or three months of, of getting out two, you know, once or twice, three times a month, taking running them on the bike, get them on the quad and take them for a little run. Uh, they're going to run out of gas pretty quick this, this time of year. And, uh, you know, you want to make them stop every 30 minutes, put a leash on them, make them take some water and take a break for 10 or 15 minutes. You're going to get an extra hour or two out of your dog that way as well. Absolutely. A great idea. And if you can find some shade that you can be in, get some shade, get under those trees, and uh, everything cools down a whole lot quicker. Well, David, 
it's a complex thing for somebody that's never been to a club to walk in that door knowing they got their shotgun ammo and what they need in their car that have never been there before. Let's tell them real quick how it works at Quail Point. Yeah, it can always be an intimidating process, but uh, this is a family-run, family-friendly place. You come in, we, we talk you through the whole process at the desk, in the field. We don't put your birds out till your questions are answered, you're comfortable. Uh, we can put out multiple plants. If you want like six birds, we'll put out three if you want to go figure out the field, how your dog's working. Uh, you call us from the field, we'll bring down another set, reload the field for you. So you just got to ask lots of questions. We don't know what you don't know, um, but we don't rush you into it. It's, it's an easy process. Uh, we show you how to get down to your field with a map at our clubhouse. We check you in. When you get down to the field, my guys will stop and talk to you. They'll say, hey, what are you guys looking for? You want a hard hunt, uh, easy hunt? You want them flagged for dog training or for, for early season and stuff? Uh, there's nothing we won't do for you if you ask us. And uh just want to make sure when you come out here, you have a good opportunity to take some, take some animals. Well, folks, I can tell you uh, firsthand it's a great place to go out and hunt. It's great conditions for this, exactly the type of hunting that you'd like to do. Not too strenuous. The hills are a little high occasionally. It uh, depends on how much you uh, partied the night before. But uh, it is a beautiful place. I spent a lot of time out there. I know your dad's still around and your mom's still around. They're at, uh, near your home there in uh, Knight's Landing area. But, you know, the coolest thing is your, your dad, back in the old days when I first met him and started shooting out there, he said, I just got to sell 1,500 birds. I just got to do 1,500 birds, and we'll be able to make a living out here. How many birds you sell this year or last year? Uh, last year we had 22,000. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's a good thing you took over to show the old man how it's done. I should be yeah. careful seeing as how I'm having lunch with him on Monday, so I probably should be a little more cautious. Oh, he's probably nah, he's probably asleep. They're coming out today to help us serve lunch. They like being out here and being a part of things. Uh, they're slowing down a little bit in their late seventies, but uh, man, they they still love being out here and uh, seeing the seeing the folks that they've seen for the last thirty years. And uh, it's it's just a great place. It's so much fun to be out here. It's a great job. I can hear his laugh already in there. Oh, jeez, <laughs> I can hear the cackling going on, David. Quail Point's a great place to be, and folks, if you're a if you're a sporting clay shooter, if you are not interested in it and maybe have a little interest perking, go out and check them out. Marilyn and I did a couple of years ago; had a great time running around out there watching some of the best shooters in the West. Thanks for hooking up with us, David. We really appreciate it, and I know you got some puppies out there too. Real quick, tell them what you got. Yeah, we've got five, uh, five German Shore puppies, twelve weeks old. Uh, they're twelve hundred and fifty bucks. They come with a couple of uh, lessons out in the field with uh, some live birds, and their gun reduction training at six months old is all included. So we got one male, three females. If you're looking for one, give us a call. David, thanks for hooking up with us. Give them the number real quick so they can find out more. Yeah, give us a call at five three zero seven three five six two one seven, or check out quailpoint.com. Have a great championship shoot out there today, my friend. Enjoy, and thanks for joining us today on the show. You got it. Appreciate you guys. All right. He's rushing off to take care of business. Roll it. With decades of experience fishing Northern California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean, YouTube's Alan Fong Outdoors brings the outdoors and fishing directly to you. It's your opportunity to learn from one of the best in the West. Here's Alan Fong, the Rod Father. Good morning, Mr. Fong. Good morning. I thought you were or something because i didn't get a text this morning you didn't i i must no. i must have sent you one i wouldn't ignore you along the way no i thought you slept in today yeah uh, that, that's that hasn't happened in 27 years it's not likely <laughs> to happen today you know that i automatically wake up i've been getting up so many saturdays at four o'clock in the morning alan yeah. i watched your video last night i watched it on friday instead of thursday night it seems that 
things are popping around the area. Yeah, it's starting to. Um, you know, we get this transition where we get a little fall weather in here, and all it needs now is a little bit of rain. But the fish are starting to show up. But, you know, the stripers have been really funny. They're still catching a lot of them in the bay. Uh, a friend of mine was out at Pacifica, and he, he tore them up out there, and he saw a lot of fish caught. So, you know, they're everywhere. And I noticed a lot of them up north where I'm at, they kind of, you know, come in small groups. You know, they're still, I think, most of them are still out by Rio Vista and Pittsburgh out in that area and the bay. So they'll be here pretty quick. Alan, what size are the fish that you're seeing? Are they schoolies in the two to, what, four-pound range? Or are you seeing bigger ones too? Um, they're from keepers to like six, seven pounds. But I did see a guy catch a 25-pounder the other day. And uh, it, it looked kind of skinny, but a lot of the fish, when they come in, the yeah. system, they're kind of thin. Well, I, would, I saw James. He sent me a photo yesterday of his halibut and striper trip out in the bay. And I'm telling you, five to eight, maybe nine pounders, skinny. But they're coming in to fill up, and they know where to go. They know where that food station is, no doubt about yeah. it. They'll hit in the bay, and then they'll shoot right up in the river system, and they'll spend, you know, two, three months down in the delta just feeding. Well, I think they're. Yeah. I think there's no question they're coming because they had a mess of nice looking stripers and good sized stripers. Not a lot of little dinkies, I'm sure. I'm certain they sorted through a few along the way, but those were very impressive fish to be caught. Everybody'd like to go out and get six, seven pounders. How are your bass doing? How's your black bass action? Black bass has been real good. I've been solid, and you know, I've been catching you know around fifteen to twenty pounds every trip. Um, it's been good. It's gonna pick up here. The water temperature is dropping. Uh, the other morning we went out, it was 63, 64, and, you know, it needs to get in the low 60s and upper 50s, and, you know, especially those northern bass, they're going to go crazy. So, um, affecting, I usually go strappers first, and if I don't, half hour, I don't find them, I leave, and I go bass fishing. Well, it, right. wasn't, it wasn't that way at Berryessa. You went crappie fishing, and uh, I can't believe yeah. that Alan Fong got smoked. <laughs> I never got a bite. Smoked. Alan Fong got smoked. If somebody told me that, I would say you're a liar. No. Who caught them all? He didn't I catch never, any. I don't. Denise must have caught them all. I don't know. Never got bit. None of us got a bite. Well, and it, you know, it's kind of it was. There's so much bait in that lake, and you know, I kept hearing thirty to forty, and then I didn't hear nothing last week, and then yesterday. I mean, the other day when I went, I was grafting most of the bait in 20 to 30 so that lake might be starting to turn which is a good sign and i'll give it you know a, another week of cooler weather and then i'm gonna head back up there yeah i think i'm going back up on tuesday i i the weather's looking good the winds are down i think it's gonna i don't know if we're gonna have a full turnover there it might take longer than we expect but you're right about the fish being up high early and then you can just see them start dropping down deeper as the sun starts hitting the water and getting a little higher in the sky well if folks Trolling for trout. There was a lot of guys trolling for trout right outside of Skier's Cove. So, oh, yeah. another. Yeah, they're out there. That's exactly where I was fishing last week, too. And uh, the trout are running from the surface all the way down 30 feet and deeper, down 60 and 80 feet sometimes, too. Well, Alan, you're yeah. heading out today to the big NorCal Sportsman Show out at the Placer County Fairgrounds. You got a couple seminars coming up? Yeah, I'm doing one at 11 a.m. this morning. I'll be talking about. Uh, chasing big stripers in those flooded islands. And uh, usually I start around Thanksgiving. You know, that's about normal time when I start doing it. 
But I'll do, be doing one uh, at 11 o'clock today, and then tomorrow at 11, I'm going to do one on sonar, but I'm going to be focusing a lot on forward-facing. Well, don't tell them too much. I want to I want to use you someplace else for that forward-facing, too. we got to do a seminar <laughs> on that so I can understand how to use the dang things. Well, there is a lot going on, folks. If uh, you have an opportunity, Alan's going to be out there with a big Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores display that they've got going on out there at the Placer County Fairgrounds. And at Live In Studio, we have Troy Maggie this morning. He's going to be telling you about the deals that are coming up on it. Alan, tell them about the YouTube channel real quick and how they can subscribe to it and how they can have it pop up on their desktop every week without having to go look for it. Yeah, at this NorCal Sportsman Show, I actually have a booth there. Um, my kids are pitching in, and my wife, and they bought a bunch of stuff to give away. We're having actually a raffle, you know, with a fishing trip with me. I'm bringing um, hats, T-shirts, and sweatshirts, you know, to support the channel. And, you know, every Thursday, I never miss giving that report you know, what's going on locally. And then on Mondays, you know, I'd usually do another video. So, you know, and then we do shorts. We've been putting out a lot of shorts. So, you know, it's uh, like another job. It so. is. But, you know, folks, he's almost to 10,000 subscribers. We got to kick him over that before the end of the year. So please yeah. go, to you, go to YouTube, go to Alan Fong Outdoors channel on it and subscribe to it. It's free. All you got to do is click on it. It pops up on your laptop or your computer or wherever you want it all the time yeah come out to the show because if you show me that you're subscribed or you subscribe there on your phone you get to spin a wheel we got a lot of great prizes well there you have it folks stop by the big fisherman's warehouse megastore and alan fong outdoors booth at the show coming up at placer county fairgrounds this weekend both days saturday and sunday alan thanks for hooking up with us have a great time out bye. there and we'll talk to you soon bye bye i love this how subtle he is sometimes. As I mentioned, Troy Maggie with Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores is live here in the studio with us this morning. You guys have put in a lot of effort getting everything ready to roll over there, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Well, let's get your mic turned on over there real quick. Thank you, sir. Yep, we've been doing this. You know, this is not our first show, so it's been a few months in the works and a lot of good deals. What do you mean not the first show? This is like your 30th and uh, probably... Probably many, pretty close. Yeah, I know. You know, You've a few, done a few shows to, over the years, even back with Long's Drugs. Even Chuck and I were talking about Chuck said he's on his 35th or something. So, yeah, it's been many a little year, Many years of shows. Rookies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, that for sure. Well, tell us what's going on. What is, what is uh, Fisherman's Warehouse going to be pushing out there? I know they got some steel deals. You know, we on. always try to do the best. You know, we started ICAST. We knew the show was coming, so we, we look for deals. So we've got buy one, get one free rods, buy one, get one free reels. You know, there's a lot of swag like we usually have. Buy a reel, get a rod free. Absolutely. Like I'm taking yeah, I got yours of. put behind the counter already. Good, good. Um, but yeah, no, we've got, you know, the Lucky Craft deal's always been good for us. A three for 20 Lucky Craft, a lot of JDM type stuff you don't find in your every, you know, tackle store around. So, um, but yeah, no, I mean, some really good deals on some Shimano product that typically isn't normally discounted. So, uh, I think um, this will, you know, it'll be a good show. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of about electronics? There's a lot of guys thinking about upgrading nowadays. You know, I'd almost be, you know, everything's changing so fast. But, um, you know, Alan's going to do the forward-facing sonar seminar. You know Alan's going to be in the booth. He can't help himself. He'll be back and forth. Of course. Um, but, you know, the HDS live units are going to be nineteen ninety nine, no sales tax. I mean, that's for that type of unit at that price. That's it's a pretty hard deal, to, deal yes. right there. 
you know, uh, Lowrance has decided to support that pro. Is that, that include transducer and the that, whole? That comes with the three-in-one oh, transducer. That's so. a great price. Yeah, that's uh, that was that's an early Black Friday deal that we were able to pull off before you know Black Friday. What other kind of deals you got for them? Um, Let's you know, tell them about my deal real quick. Let's yeah, tell them about this Iowa know, combo. You know, a couple of years ago we gave SEP what we felt was the best kokanee or trout trolling reel, which is the Daiwa Lexa 100. With a line counter. It's got a little line counter on. It's super small. and uh, Way small. So this year at the show, if you buy the reel, they're $149, you get an $80 rod for free. It's a a 7.5-foot light-action trout slash kokanee rod. Let me tell you, it's a light-action rod. If you get an 8-pound king salmon and a freshwater lake on that, Plan on eating lunch on the water because it's a great battle, and that's what fighting fish is all about as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely. That's probably a four to six rod, maybe a four to eight. Yeah, I think it's actually rated two to eight. Yeah, I was going to guess low, but I started thinking, well, it's got so much bend to it. That's what's cool about fighting fish is the bendo in that stick, the excitement that you have with it. I don't want to have to lift up my fish and it, swing it, it into the deck like Alan some guys It makes Fong's do. fish feel big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, if you stop by out there this weekend, this big NorCal sportsman show is going to be taking place all weekend. I, what's the name of that center at the Placer County Fairgrounds? Roblon? It's, it's Roblin Center, and it's at the grounds. So that's what the Placer County Fairgrounds is called, the grounds. It's at 700 Exposition Drive. Well, they got all kinds of it's exhibits out there. exposition, I don't believe, is Expo? It? I don't know. It's uh, just get up to the Placer County Fairgrounds. Yeah, it's you on won't Washington. Have to, you won't have Washington. to worry about it. Yeah. Right next to the race junction, Washington. It's all right. right there. Well, get on out and check it all out. Make sure you stop in at the Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores booth. Don't buy my reels, but see Troy Maggie there. You'll also see Alan Fong there. You can pick what's left of his brain. Troy hasn't got a whole lot left. How was Pyramid? You headed up there. I didn't get to go to Pyramid. Oh, you didn't. Go. I I did the Alaska trip. Oh. So the weather in Alaska was not favorable but the fishing was great the camaraderie was good so we did have a great trip all right well thank you for coming down we'll see you over at the show and folks stop by check him out taking place all day today and tomorrow with the big norcal sportsman show at the placer county fairgrounds thank you sir we appreciate you. you stopping in not to mention for holding those rods for me The NorCal Sportsman Show is coming to the Roblin Event Center in Roseville October 14th and 15th, giving you an opportunity to take advantage of big year-end sales on hunting and fishing gear, guns, ammo, recreational boats, and more. Enjoy seminars, bring the kids to the youth fair with Catch and Release Fishing Pond, plus vote on some of the baddest custom cars in Cali at the Big O Tires People's Choice Invitational Custom Car Show. Full season fun is coming October 14th and 15th to the Roblin Event Center in Roseville, so visit NorCal NorCalSportsmanShow.com to get your tickets today. Discount tickets are also available at all Big O Tires and Fisherman's Warehouse locations. Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose baits, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. 
California salmon are more than just a fish. They're a way of life. They're a vital part of our economy, our environment, and our culture. But they're in peril facing tough times. That's why the Golden State Salmon Association is working hard. We're a group of fishermen, environmentalists, businesses, and families who believe that salmon are essential for California's future. GSSA is working tirelessly to restore and protect this iconic species for generations to come. Visit goldenstatesalmon.org to learn more. And joining us from the, as a board member of the Golden State Salmon Association is Mr. Mike Ogney. Good morning, Michael. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? I am doing well. And uh, you sent me a quote uh, yesterday, one that I had read to you the day before. And I'm not going to say anything about it right now. I'm going to let you talk for a second. Well, what we're seeing here, Seb, everybody knows that this year the salmon season is is closed. But the fishery just continues to collapse under our current management uh, regime. We keep sending way too much water down to Westlands. They really should change their name to a Wastelands. They're growing almonds in the desert. We export the majority of that crop. Over 70% gets exported overseas. So we're essentially shipping our water and our fish over to China in the form of a a net. But what we're really distressed about right now, Sep, is we're seeing a wholesale collapse of the spring run. And why it matters is is that the spring run has been listed since the 19, I believe it's 99, as threatened. It's going to soon be threatened as it's going to should be listed as um, endangered. As endangered, and it's it's just iconic. I mean, the fishery just in the last just in the last year. I'm going to give you some some numbers here. Now keep it tight. So, you know we're short. Some of the some of the spring run strongholds up are Mill Creek and Deer Creek up on the uh, on the upper sack. So state records last year showed that we saw 397 returning spring-run adults on Deer Creek and 250 adults on Mill Creek. This year, we only found 22 fish on Deer Creek and just seven on Mill Creek. That's yeah. over a 90% reduction. Jeez, you think there's, maybe we should do something about that, huh? Well, we should do something. And we get a lot of lip service from the, uh, the uh, department I think it's very frustrating. So for, for all of your listeners out there, this is our director of Fish and Wildlife, and this is from a story that Fish and Wildlife released themselves just a couple of, of weeks ago. And I quote Director Chuck Bonham, there are, these are drastically low returns coming at a time when we've already been taking extreme measures to protect salmon strongholds and eliminating existing barriers keeping them from their historic habitats, said Director Charles H. Bonham. we got to continue to do everything we can to preserve these iconic fish. Seth, that's the, the, the uh, director. And it, it gotta, lit I, me I, up. I got to call BS. I you know, read that, and it just lit me up. And I said, we've got to continue to do everything we can. If we've been doing everything we can to this point, we need to change what we're doing. I, I mean, this is the first time I've seen fish and wildlife in streams trying to catch fry to save a fishery, to put them into a hatchery, to protect it forever because they're scared to death of it going on the endangered list. If it isn't endangered, what is endangered in this state? Exactly. And this is all happening under the same director that we've had since 2011. This is 
This is like saving the condors is where we're at well, with we the, can't, the spring run right now, we, and we can't get there. The biggest thing that I've heard from all of this is a notice that came out, and I'm frantically looking for it here, that talked about the fact that they're starting to wake up to the fact that maybe they need to adjust the water temperatures. I mean, I heard this, the scientists saying, you know, there's these curtains of warm water that these fish just come up against. I've been saying for 20 years, you got to get all these agencies working together so that the water comes through at a correct spawning temperature so we have successful spawns. But, and I didn't say this last week, and I will this week, Department of Fish and Wildlife Management almost all the way to the top have told me the only time they work together is when there are major league problems. Well, if this is not a major league problem, I don't know what is. And you guys need to start working together from the top to the bottom and listening more to the anglers and sportsmen rather than listening to politicians. If it's scientists and biologists, I'll go along with it. But I don't think politicians know squat about what's really going on in fisheries and the impacts that it's having on people. If there's a politician listening that would like to talk on the air about this, you're invited to join me anytime. Just give me a call. California Sportsman. Look it up on the Internet. You'll find me. Michael, is that about enough that I've ranted and raved? Should I get off the soapbox? Yeah, we'll both get off of it here. You know, the, the weather's great along the coast. Head on out. A lot of bluefin caught yesterday out of Bodega and the uh, the Golden Gate. Might be a great time to get on out. Yep, yep, yep. And don't put lipstick on a memo like that to make it sound like we've been doing everything we can. It sounds to me like we're just starting to. We're not to, doing anything. And it, then, and that's we're what just starting to do. About. We're just starting to do some things that are a little bit different. That starts with cap realization that water temperature is the most important thing that stops these fish from successfully spawning. And the fact that they're having to go out there and net fry out of the rivers to prove that they haven't wiped out the population of coho, but they're trying. Michael, I appreciate the Golden State Salmon Association and everything they do. I appreciate all the organizations, including Northern California Guides and Sportsmen's Association and everybody else that fights for our fishing and outdoor heritage. It's a terrible thing that's going on. We can't say that the drought was caused by anybody in particular other than Mother Nature, but we could have done a better job through the drought by controlling temperatures in these zones, especially during the critical spawning periods. Mike, thanks, for, thanks for hooking up with us. We will talk to you again next week in more depth, my friend. Thanks, guys. Thank you. We appreciate the Golden State Salmon Association. Golden State Salmon Association, a group working together. Fishermen, charter boat captains, river guides, and people from all walks of life who care, all with a single objective, to restore and maintain California salmon for their economic, recreational, commercial, cultural, and health values. GSSA's ongoing mission is to develop and implement policies and projects targeted to improve salmon survival rates for the benefit of all people, wildlife, and communities. With your help, populations can thrive in our rivers and ocean. Learn more about supporting GSSA at goldenstatesalmon.org. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. 
coming up next. Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Upland game and waterfowl season are coming up. When you go out to set up your decoys at your blind, take your dog with you and let them run around. Once your decoys are set on dry ground, do some bumper work for 8 to 10 minutes. This is a great opportunity to get your dog to run through the decoys to make retrieves. It's much easier to make corrections before you get water. If you have the opportunity, take your dog back out to the blind while water is starting to fill. Again, it's much easier to make any needed corrections before your area is completely flooded. Your dog will be way ahead of the game before opening day with just a few easy preseason drills. Lawrence is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lawrence electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all, and their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lawrence Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lawrence Live and the full line of Lawrence products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. For high thrust power, performance, and portability, pick up the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Its streamlined design is up to 12% lighter than previous high thrust models. Still, it delivers up to twice the thrust of comparable 2-strokes. It's the perfect kicker and a great choice for sailboats, john boats, or deep Vs. Any small craft that begs maximum muscle in an efficient lightweight package needs the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Pick one up at Bucks Outboard, 2750 47th Ave in Sacramento. Family operated for over over 50 years, Bucks carries the full line of Yamaha parts and accessories and has service you can count on. Bucks Outboard, the sportsman's choice. 916-428-3917 or BucksOutboard.com. Hi, Lenny Lapinta here for Bucks Outboard. I'm inviting you to come down and check out our full line of Yamaha Outboards. Great deals going on right now. You can catch us on the web at www.bucksoutboard.com or give me a call at 916-428-3917. I'll be waiting for you. Hey, we've got some good news. California Sportsman's now on Instagram. Just look up California Sportsman and we'll pop right up. Check out photos and videos of some of your favorite fishermen and you can get an inside look at what it's like to be in the studio with us. Check us out on Instagram at California Sportsman. That's California Sportsman on Instagram. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. And now, more California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and we've been talking all morning about everything that's been going on with the Fish and Game Commission meeting, with uh, sturgeon, with stripers, with all kinds of stuff, including salmon. We just talked about salmon with Mike Ogney from the Golden State Salmon Association. Well, I want to wave this guy on right now and tell you folks that thanks to the Golden 
State Salmon Association, that's one thing. But I want to thank the Northern California Guides and Sportsmen's Association for pulling together and doing a spectacular job at the Fish and Game Commission meeting, especially the two reps that represented anglers and sport fishermen out there, James Stone, the president of the Northern California Guides and Sportsmen's Association, and James Smith, who was representing the Golden, what is it, the Golden State Salmon Fleet or something to that effect? Golden Golden Gate Fishermen's Association. Thank you, sir. But, James, I got a note from a couple of guys out there. Are you listening to James? Are you listening to James? I switched it on, got some listening in, and everybody agreed you knocked it out of the park at that commission meeting, dude. Thank you. Um it was uh, it was a very emotional day. Um, we were faced with one alternative when we walked into that room, and that was a full closure of the rivers north of Sacramento, period. And we were facing for the emergency closure for 14 months, and we were faced with a catch-and-release-only fishery in the Delta and Bays east of the Golden Gate. And uh, it seemed like, uh, you know, we had about a 20% chance to persuade them in any other way and so i held a few meetings last week on wednesday thursday for the general public and then held one for the captains and guides after i heard back from recreational anglers on what we could live with for concessions for the one year rather than a closure that's the that was the only other thing it was a, a river closure no fishing allowed and no catch and release allowed below sacramento and so when we came up with the concessions, we've compiled a letter. I fired it to the chief of fisheries, Jay Rowan, which my hat's off to you, sir. And uh, it has been a long time to where I felt the um, compassion for our industry that I felt from CDFW on this one issue. And there are some good-hearted people that really worked hard over the weekend and Monday to comprise some scientific data to back up our concessions and uh, with them doing that working for the people on that particular case uh, we were able to get some of our concessions approved but the department came with one concession of their own and that was a no fishing closure north of sacramento from january to may during spawning time because of a new study that's out from uc davis that says that even catch and release on spawning females 60% of the time can make them turn around and abort spawning. And so they're very concerned about that, and they want to analyze that data set and start looking into that over the next year for the long-term regulations. But so everybody knows, the interim regulations will start in about the next 7 to 10 days. You'll see it all over the news, but it's going to be an emergency regulation once the Office of Administrative Law gets it done. I anticipate it being probably about one week from Monday, from this coming Monday. So about nine days is probably when I anticipate it dropping. And that will turn sturgeon fishing immediately under emergency regulation to a 42 to 48 slot, six inches. It will turn it into one bag limit, one tag on your report card, even your report cards you currently have. So if you've harvested a fish already, you're done for this season for the next two months. And uh, the last thing that we conceded was a maximum boat vessel of two fish on any vessel anywhere in California harvested per day to eliminate, uh, you know, mass um, exploitation of four to six fish, which the department is 
heavily concerned about as we work through this white sturgeon working group over the next six months and come up with final regulations, which will start January 1st of 2025. Well, anybody that's ever gone out sturgeon fishing and kept a sturgeon legally, and it's certainly everybody's right to do exactly that, I guarantee you they've thrown sturgeon away if it's been in the freezer for a long time. I kind of like this uh, two-fish limitation because it's going to allow the people to share fish with everybody on board. Everybody's going to have a more than decent quantity of fish if they have a successful trip, of course. But they can still go back out and play catch and release all they want, can't they? Absolutely. And that was the best part of the regulation. And thank you to Deputy Director Chad Dibble. Um, sat in the room with us on the commission meeting. For those of you that didn't listen, it was... Uh, irregular from anything that I've ever seen. Um, we were actually recommended by the commissioners who were swayed our direction and told the department to go into a side room with us and sit down with uh, three leaders of the uh, groups of rep representing you on a mass front, which was myself, James Smith, and Glenn Chaderas from Big Red Worm Company, who supplies the majority of the bait for the state of California and all of the bait stores. And when we went in and talked to them, the only thing that was adamant was the department said, the non-starter is no river fishing January through May. That's the only major thing that we have that we will not allow as of right now under the emergency order. And, you know, they are highly concerned of that and reconstructing the cohort. And I understand that. I understand also that there's a lot of people that live you know, in the Yuba City, Calusa, Knights Landing areas and Verona and Feather River that like to go after sturgeon every once in a while. And so I hope that those people will show up next time, especially the ones that I prompted and called multiple times and said, you need to show up. And then they crickets and they don't show up, but they're the first to blast me on on social media or anything else. Well, on text messages. Now, everybody packs their own chute, you know, and a lot of people have got it figured out to fold it properly. It opens up when you're falling. A lot of people just like to complain and complain, and I'm not even going to go there, but they just don't like it no matter what. And I got to tell you, folks, if you don't like the results of this, I, I think this is one of the first times I have actually seen sitting down in a cooperative attitude, working it out as a group together, instead of just saying, fisheries closed as of such and such a date you can't fish there anymore obviously somebody got smart real quick somebody obviously and clearly saw that the losses and what it was going to do to anglers and fishermen out there it is it would have been totally devastating and there'd be a lot of boats for sale a lot of charter boats for sale a lot of businesses out of business in the local areas this is so important, and it's, it controls so many billions of dollars in expenses and related sales in California that our fisheries are extremely important to many, many families, North, Northern California and agree. Southern California. I 100% agree with you, Seth, and thank you for that comment. And that's what it's about, is looking at this surgeon management from a macro level, looking at it from the atmosphere and looking down, rather than just trying to look at any one individual or others and there were some individuals that took some big concessions because we recommended that we would close down the summer months in the summer in the bay and delta when the red tide happened because that was their other piece of evidence that we needed to take a break on harvest of surgeon which was non-fishing related again so right. the two main reasons 
that they wanted to close this down was one from water because they the cohorts are not reconstructing annually and we're not getting juvenile babies uh, into the system every year and we're averaging like only a good spawn for surgeon every once in seven years and so that's where their concern is water right but they don't advocate for it and then two is that they were they were advocating about the red tide and the red tide being the problem. And again, it's 38 to 43 wastewater treatment plants in the San Francisco Bay and Delta, and they all dumped their sewage. And then we did it last year when we had the least amount of water coming out of our river systems that we've ever historically had. Yeah, and I wonder why we know? had red tide. I wonder how that happened. Right. right. But again, it's not the angling community. It's not the fishermen and women, and uh, the most important is that people can go catch and release, and if that's what you believe in, go do it. But, you know, it's really hard for me to stand by being a kid that grew up in Concord Martinez fishing under the Benicia Bridge as a little boy and fishing them in the Delta and my later life and adult life in the river and just start giving up on these things. This is the time to fight, and my point being is that those people that are complaining, you got to show up and and. We are under attack on our fisheries, on every anadromous fishery, and it's, you know, centralized. There's a common theme and a parallel, but we've got to, we've got to rally together, and we've formed new partnerships with new groups that are really focused on trying to solve the problem and not try to fight about the problem, and that's what we need. United, we stand. Divided, we fall. Well, you're right now. You're waving the flag, and you're standing straight. Congratulations. And, again, I want to thank the Department of Fish and Wildlife for cooperating and negotiating and coming to a, a settlement that I do feel is rather fair. I feel unfortunate for the guys up the rivers from Sacramento North that are going to lose that opportunity for spawn, but I think that that is what's going to replenish our fishery for us, and it's probably one of the most important things to do. Leave them alone during the spawn so we get plenty back and we have returns so we can have fisheries into the future. James, thank you so much for the job that you guys do. We appreciate everything you've done so far, and we will stay in touch, and I hope you will too, my friend. Yeah, we've got a big dinner November 4th. If anyone wants to reach out to support us, we'd need all of you. Thank that's, you, everybody. That's right. And let's, let's mention that real quick. Saturday, November 4th, it's the big Save Our Fisheries fundraiser. It's their annual thing. It is huge. It is big. Where can they find more information on it, James? Just go to ncgasa.org or give me a call at 530-923-9440. And if you want to financially help them, you can buy one of the big winner takes all prize package their tickets are two hundred dollars a piece there are only 200 tickets being sold and you will not believe all the goodies that you can get check it out folks you won't be disappointed james thank you much we appreciate you thank you sir you know one of the other things i want to say real quick before uh, he's totally gone is thank god there's guys like that out there fighting our battles for us he does a great job fighting for us yes he does he really does. does he 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 He's in the trenches nobody else wants to get into right now. Well, and it's not fun. You know, no. he, he he was a fisherman. He got so into it and so strong into it. He wants to make things better. Right. Seen some great videos and some stuff that he's been doing. And you got a hats G- off to James. You got a GOC thing for me? I kind of do, and I kind of don't. Sep, well, maybe I did win, and we don't know. Maybe you did, but we're not completely positive. Our buddy Sam Paredes must be trying to shoot something with horns on it this week because he forgot to send us the winner. But he didn't forget to let us know that you need to be supporting gun owners of california this week gun we know was a rossi Brostec 410 22 inch and uh, you'll be uh, 
figuring it out next week. If you're the winner or not, we'll announce two winners next Saturday, I'm sure, here on the show. But also make sure that you have got your tickets to the Crab Feed Fundraiser Dinner in Vacaville, October the 28th. going to be a lot of guns, a lot of great prizes, a lot of great raffles, silent auction items, all kinds of cool stuff. Make sure that you're at that dinner to support Gun Owners of California. You can get all the info at gunownersca.com and support them in their 42nd year of fighting for your gun rights as America's oldest pro-gun political action committee. Thank you, sir. What are we going to do from this point we're on? We're going to take a break, Seth. Let's the take music's a... playing here in the background. Yeah, I kind of hear it? that. So that yeah, would be... We'll take, a break. we'll take a break now? Yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break. One of the top six-pack operators in the Bay Area is Captain Steve Mitchell of Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Captain Steve's 27-foot top gun is a fishing machine loaded with all the amenities for your enjoyment, comfort, and safety. And with over 15 years of experience, Captain Steve is ready when you are. Docked in Berkeley and Martinez Marinas seasonally. Hooked Up specializes in sturgeon and ocean salmon fishing. But the top gun also fishes year-round for halibut, stripers, shark, albacore, and rock cod. If it bites, we fish for Fish with the best. Captain Steve Mitchell of Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Call and book your trips at 707-655-6736. Or check the website at hookedupsportfishing.com. Isn't it time you got hooked up? No one makes a more reliable, powerful, and efficient lineup of outboard motors than Mercury Marine. Backed by decades of innovation and leadership, Mercury outboards from 2.5 to 400 horsepower are built to go the distance. Mercury outboards are the ultimate combination of smooth and quiet operation, refined power, and effortless control. Check out the full line at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. Their trained sales staff will help you select the right boat and the right Mercury outboard for power. It all adds up to the most popular engines on the market today. Mercury Marine and Gone Fish and Marine. For boaters who settle for nothing but the best, go boldly with Mercury. If you spend more time telling the one that got away stories instead of showing off giant fish pictures, get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some Gamakatsu hooks. Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique, and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection. Change to the world's sharpest hooks from Gamakatsu, improve your fish catching, and end the lost fish stories. Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield all carry a full selection of Gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application. Stop in today or shop online at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. Manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and salt water pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us in the Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week is the man himself, Mr. Kent Brown, joins us there today. You know what, Sep? He is, uh, Mr. Pringle was supposed to be with us, and he is running the biggest tournament of the year that he does. 136 boats fishing up at Clear Lake. Tournament uh, of Champions. This weekend, their big tournament of champions, 20,000 first place cash money. So, uh, should be a pretty cool deal set. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure Randy is uh, putting out fires this morning as the tournament director. It's his real job. What know? happens right now? What's going on at the well, events right now? If you're still there right now, you know, obviously, little, you know. They've been launching. Well, they've been launching. But, you know, I mean, we're getting ready to turn the clocks back here in a, in a couple of weeks. So,
right now, you know, that that safe flight's extended out to about 6.30. Randy's trying to get 135 boats launched, checked in. That'll, out, that'll out, be busy. Out there. And, you know, with 135 guys that don't believe in the let me be the first one in the water, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, it's uh, – I guess is it better to be first? Absolutely, no, no, no. You're first. You're first one at the ramp. You got the best parking spot. You you launch your boat. You're never in a panic. You don't back into anything. You don't run into anything. You don't launch your boat and have it run into somebody else's boat. Except you launch your boat. You just glide off easily in the morning. You park your truck and uh, and you get in your boat and then you go get away from the crowds. What are the tournament owners doing? What's Randy doing right now? They're running around trying to get guys going, and you got this guy going, Randy, my battery's dead. Randy, I can't find my running light. Do we need my running lights? What time's weigh-in? When's the boat check? How (laughs) many places are you paying this weekend, Randy? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I'm not a tournament director. You know the story that Randy and I laugh about, right? As a tournament director, he actually had a guy call him one day, and he said, I've been driving around the lake for 45 minutes, and I cannot find the launch ramp called Safe Light. Where is it? Because Randy printed <laughs> they'd be launching launch. at Safe Light. <laughs> yeah, true story, Sepp. So. You know, I was going to use one of my slurs about bass anglers at that point, but I thought better No, of it. no, don't. Because you know, I know too many of them now. But, but you know what? In the Pure Fish and Pro Staff Tip of the Week, Sepp, I want to talk a little bit about, um, you know, everybody is getting into fishing the super braid lines with the fluorocarbon leaders. And one of the things that scared a lot of us out of the super braid fluorocarbon deal for a long time, and a lot of anglers, is knowing which not to tie. And, uh, and, you know, which one to, to join the, the, the fluoro and the braid together. And, you know, there's the Alberto knot, the double knot, the union knot, all these other cool knots. But I got to tell you, in the last few months, I have seen more knots on YouTube that are so super simple, super easy to do. You're like, oh, my God, that's so easy. I see these knots. I'm going, how do you do that? Yeah, right. No. So and, I got to sit there I and watch him save, retie it again. I got to save that particular video so I can go back to it. But it is really, really easy to join fluorocarbon, monofilament, whatever you're doing, copolymer, to your braided lines. And with the quality camera equipment we have right now, you can see everything. You it's see not like knot. it's disappearing when they're tying the no, knot. No, and there's not 10 wraps here and 10 wraps here and hold this and pinch that and put it together. They're super, super simple knots to do. No reason you can't sit down while you're watching Monday Night Football, learn this new knot with some braided line and some leader, work on it a little bit before you have a fish tugging on it. But it's so, so easy right now. And like everything, you know, as more anglers get used to doing something or using something, they're going, oh, well, I know a better knot, or I think this will work better. And that's what we're seeing now. A lot easier knots to join fluorocarbon and braid. God. And that's our Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week. I'm still trying to learn how to use my electronics. Well, Pure Fishing doesn't do that, Sep. That'll be in the Lawrence Pro Staff Tip of the Week, and we'll get to that later. Yes, we okay? will. Turn it on. Go fishing. Well, thank you, sir. And uh, we'll probably announce both winners next week on Sam's thing, too, for everybody. We will. I already said that. I know, but I wanted to say it because that way I know what's going on, too. Oh, you see how that is? You hey, see how that is, folks? If Sep doesn't say it, it might not happen. Because I'm the boss, right? Um, Marilyn lets me say that once a week. <laughs> well, you just did. That's you're, twice. I'm that's actually trouble. twice. Yeah, you're good for next week. Then. Let's get hooked up right now with Lake Shasta. Let's climb on board with Jeff Goodwin, Guide Service. He's live on the water up there I this morning. Go to Lake Shasta. Yes, uh, I got some photos. I to wouldn't show mind you. being with Pringle at Clear Lake right now either. But yeah, let's. Like, Go live on the water and check in on the action up at Lake Shasta right now for big rainbows and brown trout, too. Good morning, Captain. What's going on, Jeff? Good morning, Seth. Uh, 
we're still waiting for our first bite. Um, we're fishing in Dry Creek this morning, and it's a arm arm of Shasta. How deep and are you having? Got, to, how deep are you fishing at Shasta this morning? Well, I got I got marks from twenty five to one hundred and twenty five, so we're super spread out with the fish. Um, tons of bait back here, which is keeping a lot of fish back here. Um, but apparently they're eating shad for breakfast and not spoons. But um, <laughs> we're, we'll get through that here in a, in a little bit. Somehow I think that time on the water will end up paying off up there. You've been having some absolutely beautiful stringers of some gorgeous fish. Yeah, no, it's the fishing's been, you know, um, as most years go, really, really good all summer long. And moving into that fall pattern, we always have a transition um, the bait moves, the, the predator fish move, um, but we're still finding some, some quality rainbows and some really good browns too, but the best is yet to come. We're going to probably by next month <clears throat> really see a big increase in our activity and we'll be able to just really pin these fish down to a level, usually up near the surface with colder water. We got 66 and a half degrees now on Shasta on the surface. So it's, it's working that way. So if I time my trip right up there to fish with you, we could hit the lake one day and then maybe hit the river another day. Hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. We we smashed some some big rainbows. Oh, on, dude, uh, you know what you, you know what you did to me when I saw those big rainbows. I don't know how big that one was. It looked five and a half, six, six plus maybe. Yeah, it's a chunky fish. You know, usually I we get those twenty five inches and they usually come in at about five pounds. Yeah. Um, but good fighters, you know, ultralight gear and beautiful fish, absolutely yeah. beautiful fish. And the coolest thing about it is they go right back into the water. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Every time. That's got to be one of the premier fisheries. As I told you in a message yesterday, I haven't fished the river there for 25 years. And I know it's better now than it was when I fished it then. And it was great back then. So it's a great. Yeah, and go ahead. They used to have a take um, on fish in there. The, the limit was one, but you could pretty much go out every day and get get a rainbow to, to take home for dinner. Um, they got rid of that, I think, 2012, and so now it's 100% catch and release, and unless it's fin clipped, and we don't see a lot of fin clips up in Reading, but um, every once in a while. So for the most part, all these resident rainbows are just thriving. Um, great water conditions, tons of food for them. And uh, there's a lot of them, so you always catch fish. So it seems to me like the fishing really gets good in the lake in November and December, and it really gets good in the river in November and December. It does. And, you know, the one thing that's missing from the equation is we don't have a lot of salmon spawning and redding right now. Um, doesn't look like we're going to see many. And that's, you know, this October egg drop period is when, you know, it's, it's famous for, um, the trout activity and being able to get them on um, beads, you know, or uh, egg imitations, even real row um, works really well for these fish in October, November, December. Then we're going to get our late fall fish will move in um, December, January, February, and into into March even. So we got a lot of good fishing ahead of us. Oh, yeah, and I'm sure there'll be salmon moving up there and dropping eggs so things will get lit up real good. We'll give them all the information they need for Jeff Goodwin Guide Service so they can get up there and fish Lake Shasta for the big browns and rainbows or maybe get over on that beautiful stretch of water between Red Bluff and Redding and do a little fishing up there on the river too. Yeah, perfect. Um, we're on social media just about everywhere. Um, our website and our inquiry 
is on our website for booking trips. It's uh, jeffgoodwinfishing.com. Um, or you can call or text Janie at 530-510-2925. 530-510-2925. Thank you, sir. I appreciate the update. Good luck to you and your clients there. And we'll need to set some dates here pretty soon, my friend. Thank you for checking in uh, with us. We appreciate it. Absolutely. We'll be in touch. Have a good day. Thank All you. All right. Take care. Jeff Goodwin with jeffgoodwinfishing.com. You can check him out on the internet and find out more. That river, that river deal up there has always been on my bucket list. I've talked to Kevin Brock about it for years. It just, there's so, those fish are just special up there. They, they look different than anywhere else. They look real. They're yeah. spectacular up there. It's yeah. one of those fisheries, you know, here once again, world-class fishery in our own backyard. In our own backyard. We do have some left. There's yeah. no question Two and a half hours that. away, we should probably do that. Well, a lot closer to that is Lake Berryessa, and that's who we're going to talk mm. to right now, Mr. I'm Nate I'm going to turn Kels my mic off now. With Big Nate's Guide Service. Kent doesn't like Berryessa, but Sep sure does. Kent Let's find out like how Berryessa. Nate Kelsch has done up there this last week with Big Nate's Guide Service. Good morning, Nate. Hey, good morning, fellas. Tell us about it. What's going on at Berryessa? Apparently the donkeys are loose. Well, I'll tell you, we're on uh, day 42 straight of boat limits. So, And that's, and that's all before uh, 10 o'clock in the morning. Jeez. So, all right. What are you doing to get <laughs> it's, it's What are you on. doing to get into these fish? It's on. I'm, I'm power trolling spoons, man. Optimizers, speedy shiners. Um, you know, I, I actually, I got, I got some new spoons that, uh, that Trinidad just came out with that aren't out yet. I'm going to be giving those a run this morning. Um, we'll see, we'll see what happens with those, but you know, you, you got to troll fast right now and the fish are moving towards the surface fast. They're, yeah. uh, speedy the shot. I was in How a, fast is fast. Yeah, it depends. How fast are you going? I'm, I never go slower than three. So, you know, three on up to 3.7. Yeah, I was running around around three one. We were using blue and silver uh, three inch uh, speedy shiners, and they seemed to be doing pretty good. We were banging them pretty good. Sometimes though, we got some little dinky ones, and I was kind of surprised some small trout came along. Anyway, Nate, the technique out there is uh, basically just get it moving like escaping minnows. Is my assumption. You do, and you know the all the bait is moving towards the surface, so the fish are following it. Um, yesterday we had. I think five or six fish that hit it, uh, you know, before I even dropped the downer or down. So, you know, pay attention. Um, if you if you start if you're looking around, you'll start seeing these trout are, are busting on the surface on bait balls now. So I, I I'm talking to a lot of guys who are going out there, they're getting skunked, and I, I believe that's because they're probably fishing too deep. Absolutely, um, those fish are right in the top ten to twenty feet early in the morning. And then you can you can literally see the fish dropping down out of the bait balls. And dropping down below them, they hang below them for a while. Then about an hour later, you'll notice they're even deeper. And they'll drop down to 30 to 50, won't they? Even 60. That is that is absolutely the truth. Um, I, I don't see them going down that deep anymore. This past week, the water dropped another 5 degrees. Um, it was sitting in the high 60s up until uh, up until probably about 9, 30, 10 yesterday. And then it finally went up to 70. But, you know, once when that water is that cool, you got to keep everything, you know, pretty much 35 feet or higher. Um, if you, if you want to be successful, that's, that's where the fish are going to be. You may not be marking them on your graph, but the fish are there. Um, you just, you just have to keep moving around until you find a concentration of fish in the bait. I can't um, help but think that rappel is fast trolled, like a white rappeler or all silver or something with a red dot, red spot on it, or a red neck would certainly attract these fish. Too. Oh, I, I think you could probably light them up. Um, you know, I just, 
I'm going to power troll as fast as I can for as long as I can. Um, you know, until until these fish don't want these spoons that fast, then I'll then I'll start to slow down. But I love going fast. The hookups are a lot of fun, and uh, and it's been putting fish in the boat. So when it ain't broke, you don't fix it. Absolutely. Well, folks, you can find these uh, Trinidad Optimizer lures at quite a few places. You can go on the internet. I'm sure Fisherman's Warehouse has some. I bought a few from them, and uh, the company is kind of the guy that owned it died. His son's kind of trying to bring it all back and everything. They're very productive lures, but like Nate says, they got to be trolled fast, just exactly like the Speedy Shiners. Nate, give them all the hookup information they need so they can get on and bury us and have some fun with you out there. Right on. Thanks, Seth. Guys, you can uh, check out all my reports, my pictures at Big Nate's Guide Service on Facebook. Um, this bite does not get better than this. I, I've, I haven't seen it better than this in, in years, and uh, and it's time. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm bucked up probably about three weeks out right now. So if you are looking to get out and have some fun, it's it's you should probably give me a call sooner than later. I mean, reach me at 916-860-9180, and we'll try to find a place on the schedule for you. Big Nate's Guide Service, folks. Don't miss the opportunity to get on Barry Essa for the great fall fishing opportunities. And those king salmon hopefully will light us up again, too, next month. Nate, thanks yeah. for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again real soon. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right, take care. Let's find Maryland so we can do get a clue. What do you think? You're the boss. Get a Clue. Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, Tackle, fishing gear, or bait. You can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. I think I'm ready now. There we go. Hi, <laughs> this is Marilyn. Going fishing soon? No matter how experienced you think you are, there are a couple of things you should keep in mind, particularly if you're heading out on your own. Check your boat thoroughly. The equipment, engine, and certainly fuel supply before leaving. Water levels in our lakes and reservoirs do vary, and familiar landmarks can change quickly. Know your locator and trust the readings. Another thing, keep an eye on the weather as sudden wind shifts, dark clouds, or choppy water can indicate trouble. Be aware of your surroundings. Even if you're heading out on a party boat or guided trip, always tell someone where you're going, who's with you, and how long you think you'll be gone. And get a clue. Wear your life jacket when on the water. Hey, take care of yourself. Stay safe and well. Till next week. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com.
Get a clue. The NorCal Sportsman Show is coming to the Robolin Event Center in Roseville October 14th and 15th, giving you an opportunity to take advantage of big year-end sales on hunting and fishing gear, guns, ammo, recreational boats, and more. Enjoy seminars, bring the kids to the youth fair with Catch and Release Fishing Pond, plus vote on some of the baddest custom cars in Cali at the Big O Tires People's Choice Invitational Custom Car Show. Full season fun is coming October 14th and 15th to the Robolin Event Center in Roseville. So visit NorCal NorCalSportsmanShow.com to get your tickets today. Discount tickets are also available at all Big O Tires and Fisherman's Warehouse locations. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass are now live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. Listen to the show whenever or wherever you want on iTunes or any platform you get your podcasts. Ultimate Bass at 5 a.m. and California Sportsman from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. All a part of SEPS Saturday Morning Outdoors. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, Saturday mornings from 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. and on iTunes. Now, now there's, there's no, no reason, reason to miss a single show. I can't wait wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Ready to shop at a well-stocked hunting, fishing, and outdoor store? Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville has everything you need for the great outdoors. Hunting and fishing gear, guns and ammo, and plenty of camo for you hunters. They're loaded with fishing gear and all the accessories and outdoor apparel for the entire family. And now, here's the guy that hears it all over the counter with General Manager Travis Morgan. Good morning, gentlemen. How's it going? Well, that countdown has started. We got a week left to go in its opener for duck season. So everybody's getting ready and get prepared for your last minute buys, of course, ammo, waders, decoys, calls, uh, decoy bags, all that we have here in stock. And of course, if you need a new shotgun, may not need it, may want it. Uh, we have new shotguns in stock as well. We have some nice Berettas. Benelli's, uh, Browning A4, uh, A5s, and some inexpensive guns too. Also, coming out next Friday will be an ad for duck season that'll have some of this stuff on sale, so be sure to check it out. Not only that, don't forget, guys, here in, a uh, matter of fact, I think it opened already, the, all the um, pheasant clubs are opening up, and so you need to be getting your orange uh, vest and hats for that. Because remember, they all require you to wear an orange vest. We also have shotgun shells for um, the pheasant clubs. We got sixes for pheasants. And I like to use sevens. I got sevens for pheasants. All in steel. Easy to use. We also have duck uh, dog supplies here. So you can get your dog tuned up for the season. We have bumpers. Got a couple collars. Uh, 
if you need the vest for protection against birds and stuff running through those brambles out there in the uh, fields, we got those too. Uh, we have a little bit of clothing left for this year. Got, got some uh, good uh, browning t-shirts in here, all set to go. So basically, for all your hunting and fishing needs, especially duck hunting, you come on in here to the store. We also have a lot of tuna gear for those going out tuna fishing. And being this sturgeon season got saved, we are stocked up on sturgeon gear. So come on down to the store, check it out, and have a great time this coming weekend. And don't forget to come in and see us at the store. I'll see you then. Take care. Guns, fishing, and other stuff. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza. Don't miss the deals at Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff, and be sure to check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. You know, our next guest coming on has uh, been with us for a long time. And today I'm going to do a little bit different kind of interview with this young man. He's out sturgeon fishing. He's out halibut fishing. He's running all over. But how well do you really know the charter captains that you're getting on board with out there? Well, I'm going to introduce you to one that you may already know about or one that you don't know anything about that is one of the speakers that we use at the International Sportsman's Exposition. Joining us right now, Captain Steve Mitchell. Good morning, Captain, from Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Hey, good morning, Seth. And, Seth, that's H-O-O-K apostrophe D. Yeah, we got to make sure we get that right. Damn, right. damn, Mitchell, I wish you'd spelled that with an E instead of an apostrophe. You, you just make Sep, Sep and I say it every time now. So that maybe maybe you did it right. It's kind of like, you it's know. Stuck. Yeah, it's stuck. It's kind of like fishkevinbrock.com. Fish <laughs> well, yeah, you have to be unique, you know. There's a lot of people out there with the same name, so I had to stand out a little bit. You well, know? you do stand out in that big new boat of yours out there on the water. Steve? I want to kind of introduce you to the listening audience right now. I know you got a, I know you got a boatload on there, probably giving you crap this morning. But I also want everybody to really understand that Steve Mitchell is one of the top sturgeon guides out there. He does seminars that will really tune you in to becoming a better sturgeon fisherman. And now that you can catch and release all the time, anytime you want to, out there for sturgeon probably be a good idea to get better at it because the one thing that makes you better at it is fish after fish after fish steve how many years have you been fishing oh uh, well i've been fishing all my life but i've been running this business here for the last 16 years now in 16 years how many times have you been shot <laughs> oh man i don't know man i ain't even getting into that one. yeah well i happen to know he's been shot several times but that's a whole nother story along the line there folks quality captain quality experience steve tell them about the boat you've got uh well we got a couple of boats we got the top gun we have the malia kai we uh you definitely have some boats that'll get you out there on the fish with uh, quality electronics that'll definitely just, you know, dial you in. It's almost like cheating with the electronics that we got today. So Don't yeah. say that. I got a bass fisherman in here. They're all up and worried about things. No, they're not banning anything. No, they won't. This is technology, folks. That's all it is, making you better at what you do. And it certainly had an impact on our captains out there. It makes it easier with the great electronics, doesn't it? 
Oh, it does. It does, especially with the sturgeon fishing that we're on right now. I mean, it's almost just like we're just looking through a glass on them, you know. And the fishing has been so phenomenal. Like, you know, I don't know. Each year just seems like it's getting better and better. We were hearing that they were saying, uh, you know, that the fishery seems to be declining and everything. But from what we see, it just seems like it's just flourishing. Like, there's plenty of fish. And, man, when I say they're biting, Sep, they are on the chew. And I think you've probably seen that a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. You know, chewing. when you send me photos and there's like five or six photos, I see the chewing. And was it your boat that had the triple on, too? Yeah, well, it was actually a quad, We and we landed all four <laughs> of them, all four of them at the same time, man. That's, it, that's just what I'm saying. It's just that crazy right now, and everybody's out here having a good time and everything, and a lot of guys are coming out trying to get educated, trying to figure out what have they been doing wrong. Like We get guys all the time that say they've been doing this for the last 20, 30 years or so, and they just never seem to be able to get a keeper sturgeon. Then they come on the boat with us, and it just seemed like they're catching bluegills for some reason or another. But it's bananas, Sep. Hey, these guys sometimes get out there with four or five-foot-long leaders with their bait spinning 10 inches off the bottom, and that doesn't work. You know, nope. you, you have to be refined. You have to use the steps that the captain and his deckhand use. Folks, what you should be paying attention to when you're out there on the water is how they're tying the knots, how long the leader might be, how long this is, what kind of weight are they using. You don't want to use square weights. You don't want to use flat weights. The best to use is a round weight so that it goes down there and the water moves around it and it doesn't push that weight around, getting you to roll out and make out, let out more line and more line. And pretty soon you got your weight probably 50 feet from the boat and the belly of your line out 150. Has that ever happened on board your boat, Steve? Uh, yeah, we get guys that come out and want to use their own gear and they figure they know it. So, you know, when we get those type of guys, we let them figure it out for themselves. And then when they finally figure out that it's not working, then we let them just know how it's supposed to really be done. And then they'll, you know, pick up a little bit of something, but you know how it can be with egos and anglers, you know, they all have their own minds. Oh no, Kent and I wouldn't be telling people what to do when they're out with us. Not by any means. <laughs> Egos, logos, and psychos. Yes, that's exactly. very good. Psychos. We should, yeah, that would psychos. be a good name for a guide service right there. Right, right. Well, I don't know, but you know what? For the most part, Seth, uh, the fishing right now has been really, really great, and guys are actually seeing that we know what we're doing, so they're kind of like being sponges right now and soaking up all the knowledge, and that's what we're here for, and that's what it's all about, trying to share, you know, the game with them and let them know exactly where they should be, how it's supposed to be done, what you're looking for, and read not just the fish finder looking at fish, but read all the elements too, your your water, your water temp, you know, your wind factors, all that. All that plays a major role up in it. And these guys have actually been uh, learning a little bit of something because they're actually going out on their own boats and they're doing it now. So, Folks, yeah, that's, what, that's, what, that's what these guys are all about, sharing with you honest, up front, how deep, what color, what speed, what lure, what length, what length leader. That's what it's all about on California Sportsman, trying to make you a better angler. But I can tell you something else. No matter what these guys teach you on board, if you don't follow every single step of that, you're not going to be as successful as you could be. 
you need to make sure you're mimicking exactly what your captain does. And chances are 95% of the time you're not doing that. Something's different. If you're not catching fish, there's a reason. You might have a half-inch piece of tagline monofilament still hanging off that catches every piece of grass within 10 feet of you. Little, oh, yeah. little dinky things like that can stop you from getting a bite all day long. No doubt. No doubt. Well, Steve, That's the truth. Steve, give them all the hookup information that they need so they can get out with you, learn a little bit about fishing, and in the meantime, catch a whole bunch of fish with their friends and buddies having a good time like it sounds like they're doing on board your boat this morning. Oh, yeah. You hear the crowd. They're pretty fired up and ready right about now. But, yeah, guys, I can definitely be reached at uh, 707-655-6736. Or you can find me on the web at hookedupsportfishing.com. And as you heard Seth say in the beginning, it's H-O-O-K-D, Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Or you can go to uh, Instagram, it's Hooked Up Sport Fishing. And on Facebook, it's Hooked Up Sport Fishing SF Charters. So either way, look me up. Give me a call. Let's do it. Fishing is great. Or you can simply type in Captain Steve Mitchell, and it'll show you all of those places to visit him on there, too. Just use your search engine and get it all. But I'll tell you one thing, folks. Get a buddy, get on board, and get yourself some sturgeon because they are fun to fight, and they're not bad table fare either. Steve, thanks for hooking up with us. Give them that phone number one more time so they can climb on board and have some fun. All right, guys. Yeah, once again, it's 707-655-6736. Give me a call. Let's do it. All right, spank them, partner. I'll talk to you later on. All right, have a good one. Take care. Captain Steve Mitchell. You know, once again this weekend, SEP Discovery Park here in Sacramento is going to be closed to launching. Another big Uh, one. Yeah, the Golden Sky Festival. They follow those up. This is country western aftershock. This is country after aftershock. And, you know, going to be some, you know, big shows there, obviously. John Party, the Dixon boy is coming back to town. So, you know, that's going to pretty much evacuate Dixon. Um, so that'll be a lot of fun, but yeah, so it's going to be, uh, it's going to be cool, but you just wanted our listeners to know that discovery park's not going to be launchable this week. I would imagine there'll be one of those girls from the voice down there at that too. Uh, no, she's in Nashville right now, actually. Oh, what yeah, is this girl of yours she's doing? A, well, she's just hanging out in Nashville. Let's just say that. So no, what she's doing. That means I can't talk about it anymore. Uh, well, no, she's uh she's, she'll be back on the voice when the battles start. Well, let's get rolling here. Let's check in with our good friend, Mr. Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, to find out what else is going on in Northern California as far as fishing opportunities. Good morning, David. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. There's a lot going on this weekend. Yeah, but before we do that, how about your opinion on the recent decisions from the Fish and Game Commission and the Golden State Salmon Association and Northern California Guides? How much time we have, Seth? You know what I think? I think it was a win for the system, and I think that it was explained well today. Uh, it shows that the system works. It shows that uh, people did put their minds together. You know, it was really interesting, Seth. I went back and I pulled up all the articles I've written since January 2021. I've written 11 articles on sturgeon regulations for Western Outdoor News. And every article, it, it's so ironic, it came out. My, I advocated for one fish per year. A slot limit from 40 to 50, well, now it's 42 to 48, and the two fish per boat. It's really interesting that those are essentially what they came up with, which I think are very reasonable um, accommodations. And 
all anybody wants to do is maintain this fishery that's been around for yeah. 250 years. Yeah, absolutely, and it's a phenomenal fishery, and it can be so much more than it is right now. And we're the only state. You know, Oregon really um, only allows sturgeon fishing for a couple of weeks of the year, and they have that very small slot as well. And the fishing up on the Columbia River is, is unbelievable in the estuary. The only time I've ever hooked 60 fish in a day was was there. So I think we're moving in the right direction. And the best part of it is is that the people that spoke were very they, – they, they handled themselves the correct way, like professionals. And they went to the department, and, you know, they convinced the commissioners to change their minds. And the department was willing to make a change. So let's hope for the best. Let's hope that we have no more um, algae blooms, but we know that we will. One of the things that was very encouraging was one of the commissioners said, you know, this is okay. We're doing this, but we got to go farther. We got to deal with the water issues and we got to deal with the algae blooms and the toxic, you know, the nutrients that flow into the Delta. And that's really the first time I've ever heard them want to take on um, issues like that, which we know are the base cause for our problems. So well, I sent a note was- around to a few people and it, all I said was somebody got smart and I'd never seen so many thumbs up come back to me in an email so i'm glad i'm glad it worked i'm glad that somebody did get smart and i'm glad they didn't shut down another fishery and make life even more miserable for the fishermen sport fishermen and charter captains in northern california you know there was another win this week that i know james i don't think he talked about it this morning but james smith was was the catalyst for this and that initially the way the regulations were read you could only fish and you had to crab first and then go out to 50 fathoms and catch your rockfish yeah that's very problematic but now because of his petition his emergency petition they're now going to change the rules that you can actually come back through 50 fathoms less than 50 fathoms and be able to deploy hoop nets and so forth to catch crabs so that was another great uh, turning around of some regulations that were written do incorrectly you, do you think it's do you think it's them just not realizing what really happens on the water and not being able to understand the boat experience out there that they're implementing some of these things and then going, Oh yeah, we got to change that back. Are they just starting to understand what happens on a boat? (laughs) I'm sure that's part of it. I'm sure that's part of it. And I, but I do think that the more that they can contact with, with the party boat operators that are out on the water every day, you know, and then the sturgeon fishing thing was beginning of it. Uh, this this other situation, I think that's going to help. The, the, this improved communication from the department and from the willingness of groups like NorCal Guides and the party Golden Gate Golden Gate Fishermen's Association is really going to help because they really need. We have to work together, and this is the first time I've really seen it where we've had some things turned around, and uh, you know, very much for the positive too. I'm glad so to see it. In, instead of just dictating, they really were listening. And it, I attended many a fishing game meeting like that, and it was basically they're not going to change anything. It's just the way it's going to be. And I'm glad to see the change. And I want to also throw in, because it has been beat up upper management at the department a little bit, there are wonderful people working in biology and science in the hatcheries all over in the Sacramento offices in the regions. There's great people out there doing it. But unfortunately, they're working under the direction of politicians and once you start listening to politicians, you make decisions that people don't understand, 
And I think that's probably what's happening because if you haven't seen this, they're trying to get most of the water to use for agriculture. And I don't think they care about our fisheries near as much as those of us that have enjoyed it all our lives do. They don't want to have to list things as endangered. They're doing everything they can to stop it because you know what will happen if the fall run ever got listed? They'd have to change the way water is done and dealt out all over California. Dave, thanks for hooking up with us, folks. If you'd like to get a subscription to Western Outdoor News, simply go to their website, westernoutdoornews.com, or type it in, you'll get it. And make sure you're on top of all the action. Till next week, this is Seb. Tight lines, everybody. Have a great weekend. We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. For more information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, productions of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment. Join us next week from 5 to 8 a.m. for another Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors.